Bishop Matthew Adiaminter is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the atmosphere. I was talking to you about the need to work for your soul. It is your soul that will represent you in heaven. Finally, and the Bible says, those who win souls, they are wise. And they will bright. Soul winners. Soul winning is the heartbeat of God. Everybody says, soul winning is the heartbeat of God. If that is the heartbeat of Jesus, the reason why Jesus came to die he came to die for sinners. Whatever that we are doing, the healing, the blessings, the elevations, the breakthroughs, it is not the main cause. When you are invited to a party, how many of you have been, I mean, you've been uh, invited to a party before? How many of you have been to a party? Can I see your hand? The first time I was invited to a party, you know, coming from a village, I've not been to a party before. Amen. And then they said, um, uh, the first course, what do you want to? I told them, do you have Apima PC? Do you have? They said, no, the first course. I was confused because I, I didn't know what is the first course. So I requested for that. I said, if you can't get that, uh, can I get some soup? You know, if I can get some. They said, no, the first course. Are you with me? Amen. So every invitation has a purpose. Jesus died to pay for our sins. Many people are hurting in this world. Many people are going the wrong way. So now I sit down and I hear the story of people who don't know anything about Jesus. And a life without Christ is full of crisis. I once prayed for a very rich man, Akofodia. This man was very rich. And he was diagnosed with a certain disease. And he went to London, went to America. And they, they told him he's going to die. He has some few months to die. And I remember 
He sent for somebody and they drove me all the way to Kofodia because the man heard of me. As I sat down and talking, he looked at me. He said, young man, I've led a very bad life even though I'm rich. But now I'm dying. And I've learned one thing. Money cannot save me. Then he said, if God would give me one year and even to take all the money, all the properties, I will love it. That statement had never left me. And here was the man dying. I pray for him. He was not healed. He died. Amen. You know, I pray for many people. But that statement is not what you have. It's about knowing Jesus. I used to have an uncle who was a professor. And, and, and then anytime he would see me, he will always make fun. He said, why? An intelligent person like you, why do you waste your life doing all these things? Find something proper to do with your life. He was saying, because I was preaching, I spent my life preaching to people. Then something hit him and he was dying. He sent for me. And he also made the same statement. If God will give me one more year. So we need to preach the gospel to others. The gospel is not for you alone. It's not, you know, when we are blessed, it's part of the gospel. It's bonus. But the main thing is that you may have eternal life in Christ. Everybody say eternal life. Eternal life. Amen. And this eternal life we must share it. We must not be selfish. Coming to church all the time to enjoy. While we are friends, we have relatives dying without knowing Jesus. And we don't say anything to them. We don't make any effort to preach to them. Do you know why? Because, number one, we are afraid to preach. Everybody say, we are afraid. We are afraid. You, some of you can't even open your mouth to preach to people that they need to be born again. Santa, oh, uh, if, if, if uh, uh, I have a church, oh, let's, it's not about going to church. It's about being born again. It's about being born again. I thank God that God had mercy on me. God had mercy on me. You know, despite all the prophetic things about me, I was going to become a Roman Catholic priest. 
I went to the seminary, spent three months in the seminary. You know, because when I was growing up, it, it was all that they would say, oh, they said he will become a pastor. He will be priest. He will become a priest. So at the age of 13, I wrote the seminary exams, passed, went for interview, passed, and was admitted. I was there with Prophet Boafu. We were there. Amen. And my, for some reason, my father refused to send for my consent. You know, when you are a minor, your parents are supposed to give their consent before they admit you in the seminary. So we were there, they were waiting. My father refused to sign. Amen. And Prophet Boafo also, the mother was in Church of Pentecost, and the mother was against it. So they came to us that we should pack our baggage. Um, you people, you can't be here. We say, oh, you let us be here. Anytime our parents will change their mind, then they say no. We left the seminary in tears. I remember Prophet Boafo and myself were carrying our, our luggage, step out. But God had mercy on me. I said, God has mercy on me. I couldn't understand at that time, but today I could know. Amen. And when I went to secular school, I remember I've been to many gospel crusades that they would preach. I'll go and dance, go and dance. But when it comes to altar call, that we used to call it weird out. We do this weird out. I remember one of the I came to my hometown, they were at the Church of Pentecost, they were having a a convention and then you know the music ting, 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 and we love it we'll go and dance and then the, the Deborah will be calling all of you young men come to Jesus when he come to the altar call we'll say where dodge we didn't know we were dodging Jesus hallelujah the one day I came home and Prophet Buafo came with people. He was born again. He was born again. And then he came with a group to come and preach to me. And that time I, I, I had started training. I was becoming a boxer. Amen. Uh, my weight was fry weight. I mean, those of you who know fly weight, you know, I had become a boxer. And, and came and then he said Adam said you need to be born again you are not born again you are a sinner and I said what I've been seven months with you at the age of eight we've been everything and now you are coming to me to tell me I should be born again 
He said, yes, you need to be born again. Then another one added, unless you give your life to Christ, you cannot go to heaven. Then I got angry. So I took a step. Ready to fight them. You know, when you train as a boxer, the least this thing you want to show people. Hallelujah. So they came in between and it became a struggle. I really wanted to beat them. Because at that time I was beating people. I was beating some people with my boxing. So it was when you play a little uh, game with me, I will fight you. Then one of them said, even if you beat me, every drop of mine will tell you, Jesus loves you. And that hit me hard. What? 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 Jesus loves me. I'm already a child of God. Do you know why? I'm a child of God already. So, that evening, I went home. I was feeling uneasy. After that encounter, I was feeling feverish. So I went straight to bed. And I was talking to myself. Next time I meet them, I just give them uppercut. And I... Amen. Went straight to bed. I had my steady watch directly. And always I set it around two. I get up and I'm steady. Then all of a sudden, I heard somebody ringing a bell. I got up. Who is ringing the bell? Is it coming from behind the window? Then, why I was anticipating where the bell was coming from, the sound came from the, under my bed. So I got so scared. I was sharing a bed with my brother, younger brother, uh, Lewis Adamson. And then a friend was also um, using a mattress on the floor there. So I woke them up. Who is ringing the bell? Said, Somebody ringing a bell here? I said, I hear someone ringing a bell. So they went back to sleep and I then he came again. I turned to the wall. Then he said, look. Somebody shout, share. And when I looked at the wall, it has turned into a giant screen. You know, in those days, there was nothing like a giant screen. I see, you know, when you put on a TV, that black and white spots. Then all of a sudden, it's like this light there shining. So I was just looking at it. And Jesus came like a giant, very tall. He came and stood before me. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, 
and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead And Jesus said, As you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adiaminsah, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adiaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Hey, Adam answer. And then when, when he was speaking, his voice was like electric power in my bones. I just felt it within me. He started talking. I appeared to you to know, to show you this mystery. He talked about communism. That time I, I wasn't politically savvy. I didn't know much about politics. Is a communism will fail. This is the sign of the age. Germany, both the East will become one. It's a sign of the age. And it is a sign that the Western countries will reject me and my father and the law. Then he spoke about my life. What do you want to do with me? He said, you've known me all these years. Then the last thing he said Go to Church of Pentecost. They will teach you the will of salvation. And later, I will appear to you and tell you what you should do. Then he disappeared. You know, the discussion went on about 30 minutes. But it was like eternity. I was pleading. I was crying. I was pleading, please, I won't fight them. One was talking, I said, I won't fight them. I'm not going to fight them again. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. Then he disappeared. But one significant thing is when I got up in the morning, I couldn't feel my legs. You know, so I was walking this way. This is how I was walking. 
And when I'm speaking to people, I was speaking in strange tongues. I was speaking in a strange tongues. And now I started preaching to people. You need to be born again. Jesus is coming. I saw Jesus. And you know, my hometown was dominated by Catholics. So are you a Pope to see Jesus? I said, yes. I saw Jesus. He spoke to me. And my grandmom came to me and she was asking, he said, your face is shining. But what happened to you? I told her what I've seen. Those who were sleeping with me didn't hear anything. When I asked them, I mean, one of them, my friend said, ah, why are you crying? If you have dreamt and you are crying, it brought a change. And even with that, I made an attempt four times before I was able to give my life in Church of Pentecost. I would go there, listen to them. When they say fire and see it, then I'll run away. Because I felt, you know, pride. Because in those days, we were not respecting the Pentecostal. Oh, Abonsema, sorry. Abonsema, oh, apostle, apostle. I mean, apostle. But I remember one Friday, and the Deborah was making the altar call. He said, Come to Jesus. I smuggled myself there, gave my life to Christ. And he prophesied that day. He said, You see this young man? He's poor. He's the least. But he will be. The greatest of all of you. We need to lead people to Christ. Don't just sit in the church. It's not only about yourself. It's also about those who need to be saved. Put your hands together for the Lord. Matthew chapter 4 verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness, and all manner of disease among the people. Even Jesus, the Son of God, he went about looking for souls. He went about preaching to people. What about you? It's because of pride. The reason why we cannot preach to people it's pride. Sometimes think, oh, me, my age, I don't have to be preached. Who told you? No matter what your age, you can preach to people. Tell people Jesus loves you. You have friends. Sometimes we, we want to be, uh, play the game of correctness. Oh, he's my friend. He's, I know his lifestyle, but you see, uh, as for church things, I will, not, I will not tell him anything about Jesus. You just want to play safe. It's not the best. Hallelujah. Let's go out there and preach. I said, let's go out If Jesus, the Son of God, so I, as a bishop, I have no excuse. I have to preach to people. 
You don't have to be a pastor. You are an elder. You have to preach and bring souls. Because at the end of the day, that is how you are going to receive your crown. It's not just being born again. But how many lives can you influence? Today I'm glad. Whatever I, you know, sometimes when I travel, people will call me. Oh, you were in my village. The other time, I was in Italy, and a young man called me. He said, Pastor, do you remember that small boy who used to cause trouble in the church? I said, who small boy? Gordon, you remember him? You know, I used to cause trouble, and, and your wife always is saying, why are you all the time fighting with the ladies? And I said, oh, it's a bishop. Now I'm also a bishop. I have a big church in Italy. This is where people were led to Christ. Sometimes I walked into institutions, somebody walked to me. He said, you remember your own night. That's where I received Christ. I gave myself to Christ. You are the one who led me. I went to a certain place. I was looking for a document. And a lady walked in. And I didn't... Hey, well, I could not recognize her. Let me say that. And then she said, wait for me, sir. He went around. He did everything he came. And he whispered to me, I got born again through you. I said, wow. That is the joy to make lives better. To help people to become better people. Instead of them wasting their lives. Instead of the devil wasting lives. Let's lead people to Christ. Jesus preached. What about you? Point to somebody and say, Jesus preached. What about you? Put your hands together for the Lord. Matthew 9.35 And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. In fact, even in the villages, some of you come from village, but you don't preach there. Yesterday, I was at Konkonro. That was my first time of going to Konkonro. A young man from the place, his grandfather was the greatest fetish priest in the Kwapim South. In fact, when he was delivered, it was fetish priests who delivered them all now have become born again and go and see what God is using him to do there. Now almost the whole town he is bringing everybody to Christ. Some of you don't care. I've even said some of you, your hometown, you can find a place, let us start a church there. Some of you don't care. Because you are afraid when you go there, the witches in your hometown will kill you. Shame on you. Hallelujah. Let's reach out to people. Let's show concern, genuine concern. 
to bring people to Christ. A man who died about 92 years. You know, I met him when he gave his life to Christ at 70-something. And he all the time was, he said, I envy you when I see young ones like you. Jesus will make the difference in the lives of people. Stop judging them and bring them to Christ. You may not know. You may not know what God can use them to do. My wife led a young lady. You know, they met, they met during uh, uh, antenatal meetings at the hospital. And my wife preached to this young lady. And the lady came to church. The husband was in occultism. He was a, an occult man. Very strong occult man. And this man started beating the wife. Anytime this woman will come to church, he will beat him. So one day I told the lady, I want to go and speak to your husband. He said, Pastor, don't try. My husband, he's a very wild man. Please. One day I was passing by their house with two brothers. And then I heard this woman screaming. So we went there and this man was beating the woman. The woman was on the ground. He had a belt and was beating her. So I went in. I said, hey, Mr. Mole, you can't do this to your wife. He said, yes, you are the one I'm looking for. You are the one who converted my wife. And my wife had been coming to church. It's your wife who is causing all that trouble because he converted my wife. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamence's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamence reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach 
about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. This man went in and brought a merchant. And, and then we turned around. The other brothers ran away. And I was alone. Behind me was the wall. He said, Pastor, today I will split your blood. I will split your blood. I started speaking in tongues and rebuking. You know, a few meters to get to me. This man started shaking. He was shivering and he turned and he turned and he turned and he fell down. The gospel is the power of God. It's the power of God. And people needed to change. And I took the matchet straight away and I remember I made a joke. I said, now Mr. Molo, it's my turn to butcher you. He was on the ground pleading, Pastor, please forgive. Pastor, please forgive. I left him. We took the wife to one of our nursing sisters' home to spend the night there. And watch this. I told him, you, you will not walk until you give your life to Christ. I left him. The following morning, 10 a.m., this man was crawling on her knees. He crawled. And so some of the people said, Hey, Mr. Murray, it's Mado. He's crawling. From his house to my house, he came to the gate, pleading, Pastor, please forgive me, Pastor. Please. So I came out as a me. I will not let you in so that you come and butcher me. He said, Pastor, please forgive me. For almost one hour, he was at our gate. So my wife came to me. I was in the room. He pleaded, please, please, you go and pray for him. Please. My wife, I said, no, let him be there. And people were passing by. And he was crying. You know, hitting the ground. So finally, I came. I said, lift up your hands. He lifted it. Say after me, today, I receive Jesus as my personal Savior and Lord. After praying, I prayed for him. I said, get up. He just got up. And that was all. The same day he insisted that we should go and baptize him. And I did water baptism the same day. Hallelujah. 
Today, Mr. Molly is a pastor at Worry. Those people you judge, God is looking for them. God can use them. Put your hands together. In 1991, I went to Burma for crusade. They have a, God, a, a very popular shrine called Apepe. And everybody in the town, were you part of the team? Okay, you were there. Thank God. You know, and everybody in the town, people come from Africa, Burkina Faso, they come there for help. And I learned that the late evangelist Samuakun went there. He started a crusade. The crusade had to end abruptly. They had to cancel it because they were throwing stones and everything. And we started. And you know me and my mouth. And then they got angry. They got angry. We see, we beat you. Open up you. You wait. We'll beat you here. We'll beat you. The man who led us to the place is the late Dr. Boache. He said, Pastor, let us get police guide. I said, police won't come in. We don't need police in this matter. God will deal with them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the following day, we're having the reverend session. And these guys armed themselves. They were coming. And the leader is called Prince. He was the leader. They want to stop what we're doing. And this young, he came, he was leading the gang of people. Just about some few distance to reach me. He was coming to beat me up. He also started turning. He started turning, 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 turning. He fell down and started eating the grass. I have the picture here. Somebody took a picture later on, brought it to me. I have the picture in the church here. He started eating the grass like a goat. The gospel is the power of God. I say the gospel is the power of God. Just two years ago, I was in New York preaching in a certain church. And one of the ladies who sang at the crusade was there. He's, he's a twin. They call uh, Ata. You know, they are twins. They were singing like the Tego sisters. Walked to me. He said, do you remember Prince? I said, uh, yeah, yeah. What is he? He said, he gave me this to give to you as an offering. Prince gave me $200. He said, he cannot come. You know, he's far away, but he remembered through me, he got born again. Let people smile with Jesus. I say, let people do what? Smile with Jesus. Put a smile. And there's a need for you to preach to people and bring them. I always give thanks for the life of Edda Deborah. And that's why I brought, I didn't know what to do to show appreciation to Dharma. In my heart of heart, I didn't know what. And that's why I brought all the way from Odan, the whole family. I didn't know how to. 
what would my life be? Because one, at the time I became born again, there was this um, uh, band called El Dorados. How many of you have heard El Dorados? Oh, those of you old guy, yeah, you know about El Dorados. Amen. From Takwa, Obatewo Sound. That was the eye. Amen. I was in the school. Edrados had offered money to poach me to become their lead singer. Because at that time, their lead singers, one, Jim Bwedi, you know, Alan Bwedi, Alan Cosmos, they all left and they were looking for. And the offer at that time was a lot of money. And just between that time, I became born again. I became born again. And they will come to school. Okay, if you are born again, you come and sing. You know, I mean, we're having gigs. They call it gigs. You know, come and <laughs> you just come and sing. And, you know, and, and, and they brought me all their uh, songs. Aone Patania, Kaneopo, and all those songs. But Jesus saved me. Somebody's waiting for your message for his life to be turned around. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you. Bless your holy name. In the name of Jesus. Amen.